0: Hey, everybody, episode 66. Execute order 666. Six, six. Mm, anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Suffering leads to the dark side. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Speaking of Star Wars, can you, f- friends of mine that I've known forever, do you remember when we used to be good nerds? When we used to put spoiler alert on top of our post on MySpace and let everyone know that a spoiler was coming? You don't even do that anymore. You people are just—you're being coy. You're being coy. You're—you're you're releasing things you shouldn't. You're saying things you shouldn't. Oh, one X-wing fighter. Oh, I wonder what that could possibly mean in Star Wars. Jeez. Mm, I don't know. Is it uh, Chewbacca's fourth cousin? Please. Come on, man. We know what's going on. And for you to say that, I knew in episode two he was coming back. But why would you spoil it for everybody? By the way, everybody, spoiler alert. Why can't you people keep a secret for five minutes? You you guys even pre- announced it. Oh, okay. I'm going to go see the midnight showing of Endgame. And I just want to let all my friends know I'm not... I'm not. I'm going to spoil everything. I don't even care. So if you don't want to hear it, you better get out and watch it right here, right here. We got jobs. We got kids. We're trying not to get COVID. What are you doing? What what type of plethora of time do you have available to make me feel guilty that 24 hours after Mandalorian comes out at midnight, you somehow have the time to watch it? And we all have to be punished for it? What 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 do you get for spoiling it for everybody? Riddle me that, Batman. Can you stop, please? Because some of us are smarter than most people. And when you give a a clue that is completely just an enigma wrapped in a riddle, in a puzzle, some of us can figure it out because we know the lore. And we follow it closely. And when you say something obscure, we're going to pick up on it. And you spoil it for everybody. Can you give us a couple weeks, maybe, before you have to just like proverbial nut all over the screen and tell us everything that we want to explore for ourselves? And then where do you get off actually going, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to wait for anybody. I'm not going to wait for anybody. Farrah, Michael, seriously? God, you you know, you're liberals too, which just makes it worse. And the only reason I'm saying this is because I know you won't watch the show because you don't have the balls to watch my show. So both of you, you're a bunch of Bantha poodoo. So now that we've got that done, three minutes in, and I've had my rant, watch Mandalorian, folks. It's fantastic. And you'll be surprised at nothing that I've said so far. Well, that's not true. Just... Ignore what I said and just watch it anyway, and you're going to be fine. No spoilers. Folks, I'm thinking of changing professions. I think I'm going to start my own chicken social media site. I do. I do. And I don't necessarily think it's going to, you know, be my Rosetta Stone to become rich and wealthy. I'm just going to do it to make hens meet. make hens meet. <clears throat> funny, funny. He's a funny guy. Oh, I feel better. I was a little tired. I got a little cranky and I want to apologize to my people. Sorry about that. I didn't mean anything I said. Please don't hold it against me. Don't unfriend me. I just was a little grumpy. Folks, this is Matt from Don't Unfriend Me. It's been a long day. Feeling a little tired. I needed to get that out. Thanks for letting me do it. You can join me on these social media sites unless you hate me now and you've already blocked me, but if you haven't, please join. Come see me. We're killing it. We're almost at 900 followers and 800 subscribers. It's only been like three days. It's good stuff, but we still need your likes, shares, and follows. Subscribe now. YouTube, that little red envelope right below that button right there. Go ahead and hit subscribe now. Also, if you like, make sure to follow because when you like, you can share my page. Follow gives you all the updates coming around the corner what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, first, I'm not going to go through a full agenda or a syllabus of what we're going to do. We're just going to take it by the cuff. Facebook and Apple, one of these companies I've worked for for a long time, five years with Apple. I know a lot about the inner workings of Apple. I understand what they're going through. I understand what they're trying to accomplish. And the high level of this is that Facebook essentially sells customers and Apple buys them. And that is about as simple as it gets. One's commodity is to sell advertising and sells people personal information and privacy, which is Facebook. And Apple's job is to protect privacy. And they actually care a lot about it, hence why they've never been hacked. And they never will be. The smartest people in the world work for Apple. They also use systems that people can't really understand how to hack in an effective way on a mass scale. Their servers are, they rival CIA, the NIA, the DIA, the DIS, and we can go on and on and on, and the ONI and every other alphabet agency in the world. Apple is good at what they do, and they should when they have billions upon billions of dollars, and they have more money than the United States and 26 other countries combined. That kind of makes you wealthy enough to do whatever the hell you want on the planet, and cybersecurity is one of the things they focus on more than anything else from anybody. But this argument that's been going on between these two, it is extremely interesting, interesting. Facebook and Apple have a very large argument and they brought me into the middle. Now as you know, I'm not happy with Facebook. In fact, I despise Facebook. And I'll, and even though that's my number one platform, go figure how ironic. But Apple's one of my number one platforms too, and I own more Apple devices than I do underwear. But I will tell you that I'm not happy with Apple either. I think their product's gone down. They're focused on operations in the bottom line. I think their customer service has gone to crap. I think their wait times are horrible. And I think their solutions department is completely confusing and it's not simple anymore. And their product has gone back 10 years in quality. There are more glitches and bugs than I've ever seen with Apple. But still, I prefer them over Android or Windows because I like my product to work. But this is interesting. I got this long message from Facebook about how Apple's changing significantly the way that Facebook can collect information and essentially sell it to the highest bidder. Now, what you don't know about Facebook unless you do advertising is I have the ability to essentially narrow down all of my targeting anywhere I want in the United States, based upon how much money you make, based upon what your job is, if you're married, if you're single, if you're a Christian, if you're not, if you have kids, if you want kids. I have so many options on how to target you with my advertising that that's how I make my site go to 100 likes in less than three or four days, simply by spending $3. Most companies would kill for that. And I was successful at helping FOV. I was successful at helping Valor. And I'm now doing my own site the same way because I've cracked the code on Facebook advertising. And it's not that difficult once you know how to hone in. Well, this is a lot of power for me to yield, to target specifically military or Republicans or people who enjoy podcasts or talk shows or like Ben Shapiro. All of it, I can target where my advertising goes. And it's not 20 or 30 people My demographic is 3.8 million people that I try to target. It's incredible, and it's too much power, and unfortunately, I think it should stop. And that hurts me. It hurts my business. It hurts Don't Unfriend Me, which isn't a business because I don't make anything. But it does hurt my chances of growing. But honestly, it's too much power for me to yield, and Apple is going to its roots, which is saying privacy is paramount. The problem is it's a symbiotic relationship between these two. One, like I said, sells customers' information, and one buys customers. It's a symbiotic relationship, and Facebook needs Apple because of its platform and its iOS, and Apple needs Facebook for its gaming and its other ads and its other apps that are extremely important to its success. Tim Cook, this isn't the first time. He lambasted in 2016-17 during the Senate trials when they investigated Wahlberg, or not Wahlberg, <laughs> yes, Mark, say hello to your mother for me, chicken. Chicken. Uh, what the hell is his name? Nazi Berg This happened the other night. What is going on with my memory? I'm too tired. Okay Tim Cook and Mark Zuckerberg. See that's all I had to do. when they went on on stage, Tim Cook pretty much threw Zuckerberg under the bus talking about the privacy talking about... The amount of information that they had, the amount of leaks that they had, how many Russians were actually advertising for the election. I mean, this was all bad stuff. And and this has been going on for quite a while. If you look at Cambridge Analytica, all of that all fell within the Russians subverting our election, and everyone blamed Zuckerberg. Why? Because he's an alien from another world. But this argument and this fight, I am inclined to agree with Apple for a couple of reasons, because privacy is important. And that's the one thing that Apple does extremely well. Under the punishment of warrants, under the punishment of regulation, under the punishment of law specifically designed to force Apple to comply. Apple has stood firm and always stood with the customer, and I have to love them for that at least. They have their addicted users, and they don't want to lose their base, so privacy is important. In fact, they apologize profusely for the YouTube free uh, music that they implanted on our iTunes, and I thought they literally had hacked, you know, the CIA or something. The way that they completely Beg, stole, and borrow, and apologized for placing a, an album that was as much crap as that was a U2 album free on your iTunes. And everyone in the world who was an iTunes member got it. It's incredible when you think about it. But they considered that to be an invasion of your privacy. And guess what? It was. So Apple's extremely focused on that privacy piece, and Facebook wants to steal it. This is a good thing. Because they've been censoring my ads for too damn long and telling me that I can't do something. Well, guess what? I said this, that the chickens were going to come home to roost Facebook, that you were going to get a shit sandwich and have to take a large bite. Well, pucker up. get your little napkin tucked into your shirt because you are going to eat a shit sandwich. And this ultimately is going to create regulation against Facebook and Apple because you're duking it out in the papers. And all of these senators from both sides are wondering and learning which regulation is going to throttle you down because you both need to be broken apart, split up and sold to the highest bidder because nobody should be as powerful as Facebook and Apple. I guess that we can go ahead and talk about some other things right away, let's get out of that and let's go into this first. The GOP is dead. The GOP as we know it is dead. And let me explain something. I was told by a good friend of mine on the show that I have to be more balanced. And I think what he was saying is I have to go into the Republicans' favor more often than not. I am a Republican and I am a critical Republican, but I'm also a moderate in a lot of times, and sometimes have liberal leanings. I will not go easy on the Republicans just to get viewers. I'm not going to sit up here and and do what Ben Shapiro did, which was adamantly arguing consistently with the Republican Party and Donald Trump, and then gave in and just went with him because he was essentially more Republican than Ben Shapiro thought he was going to be. I don't play that game. Donald Trump is the most Republican president we've ever had, but there is a problem. The party is not. The party has done what they always knew they were going to do. As soon as Trump was out, they were going to go back to their ways of hacking each other apart and not standing shoulder to shoulder. They turned on Donald Trump quicker than a freaking Taiwanese prostitute. And I mean turned around. Get it? The whole point is, is that the GOP is no longer the GOP they were known for a few things. And the Republicans were known for a few things. And that is all is all has completely changed. If we take a look at what they were known for at one point, they were they were known for limited government. They were known for uh, not taxing and spending. They were known for balancing the budget, to stopping illegal immigration, to supporting gun rights. We can go on and on and on. But this whole thing with this new stimulus bill in 2021 in this omnibus bill has more pork in it than than the local 4-H pig prize. It's incredible what I'm looking at and the amount of money that these Republicans are actually approving. If I was Donald Trump, I would veto it and say, screw you, America you voted me out of office. Let the Democrats kick the can down the road. Because the amount of money that they're spending is the same thing they did to him in 2016 when they passed a midnight bill and didn't expose it to anyone in the U.S. Most of the sites don't even have the breakdown of the bill. I could only find two sites that did. And he said he would never sign one again. Well, guess what he's doing? He's going to sign it. And I say he shouldn't. Now, if you're a bunch of Democrats, and in order to be fair, like Troy said, I want to make sure GOP may be dead and it doesn't resemble anything that it used to, but the Democrats aren't only dead, they rose back to life and then were stuck with a stake by the communist socialists. <clears throat> that party is unrecognizable and there is nothing that resembles moderation in that party and it never will again. The Democrats have lost their way. They are against everything they used to be, this party of free speech, the party of education, the party of choice, the party of li- religious liberties. They are no longer any of that. They are the party that is extremely, extremely selective with who they allow in. And it resembles the Republican Party from 2000 to 2014. I hardly recognize it at all. And at least that Republican Party from 2000 to 2014 actually resembled Republicans. These Democrats resemble nothing we've seen in the United States before. And they resemble closer to Venezuela or communist Russia. So I just turned off Republicans and Democrats. Troy, I'm sorry, but I can't do that. I can't placate. I can't tell you that this bill is good on either side. They're both wrong. And it's putting more and more debt that we don't need to spend. And it's wasted pork barrel politics. Here we go again. Troy, I'm sorry. I got to do it, buddy. These alternate electors, now I want to be really clear, and I've taken a lot of notes on this, this alternate electors, and what we're talking about is some of the states sent alternate electors. Instead of sending what the actual state voted based on the electorate, Republicans have sent representatives to say, I vote for Donald Trump, when that state didn't vote for Donald Trump. These alternate electors have absolutely no authority whatsoever. The only way to get this to truly change is that the electors are there, change their mind, and vote against and have an opposition to what the state selected. And those dissenters happen every single election. But it's not enough to turn anything around. If you want to sit here and tell me that Mike Pence is going to go ahead and stand up against the American people and say that these alternate electors have voice, well, that's not his role. His job is to count the vote and to report the vote. And that is the only thing he is allowed to do in that setting. I don't know where people are getting this information that Mike Pence is somehow going to grant authority to these alternate electors when he doesn't have the authority to do so because they're not authorized by any state or government official from that state. So for him to have any authority that you think is magically going to appear by an executive order from the president, folks, we are living in a pipe dream. We need to move on this election is over. It is cooked. It is done. The turkey has popped. Let's cut it up, serve it, take a bite, unfortunately, and say it is the driest and most unsatisfying turkey we've ever had. But we need to move on. I am so tired of hearing about this. And if you're going to leave me because I'm telling you the truth, bye. I mean that with all my heart. I'm not doing this for the money. If you want people to lie to you, then just go to all these sites, go to these Twitter sites that I keep seeing where they're telling you it's not over. It's And they've been telling you that for almost 60 days. It's so close. It's right here. This is going to happen. Tomorrow's D-Day. No, it's not. And January 6th is right around the corner. And the, soon as you, you, the sooner you embrace that... The sooner we can focus on the things that truly matter, which is saving our Constitution, saving our rights, and finding a way to vote these jerks out of office in two and four years and somehow find someone who represents us again. And I'm afraid there isn't anybody. And I don't know if we will ever go outside the channels of our current selection to find that person. I'm not being negative. I'm not being a naysayer. I would love to see Donald Trump up there yet again. But if you're expecting Mike Pence to do this, I'm sorry. You don't know anything about Mike Pence, and you don't know anything about politics. You need to stop reading these sites, and you need to read the Constitution. You need to read the articles. You need to educate yourself versus listening to people on Twitter. And if that makes you unfriend me, see ya. The National Republican Platform, the RNC, has made a contract with America. And this contract has been around for a long time. And one of its principles is, is that they will defend the right of life. They will defend our Constitution, our freedom of speech, our Second Amendment. These contracts with America are supposed to happen. Did anyone see any bills about abortion? Did anyone see anything about late-term abortion? Did anyone see anything to protect our Second Amendment over the last four years? How much of the Constitution has not been protected? Did we do anything to solidify this? Did we propose any amendments to go ahead and stop the overthrowing power of our current government? And the answer is no. This omnibus bill is a perfect example, and I'm gonna go through it with you, and I will tell you, it's insane. Now, I gotta give them credit. A lot of people will break it up and talk about the border wall, if you're a Democrat, and say Trump got $2 billion for that, or talk about the new National History Museum expansion of two brand new museums. And why is it in there? Folks, those are pennies on the dollar. You're worried about the freaking peanuts when the peanut tree is right in front of you. One or two peanuts on the ground. Overall, this was a COVID relief bill. But yes, both parties got some things that they wanted. And unfortunately, that's the way this works. It's politics. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just telling you that they pretty much got what they wanted. Unemployment insurance. Here's the COVID relief specifically. Unemployment insurance, $120 billion. This is a $900 billion bill. I saw this little graphic up here. Congress doing math. $900 billion divided by $327 million equals $2,752 per American. Cross it out, Gives $600. Well, the whole 9000000000 billion didn't go to every citizen, and there's a reason why, because we have some other things that we need to take care of besides putting money in your pocket, because if we just do that, then every small business is going to go broke. Major companies will go broke and go under, and if you say, well, airlines, who needs them? Well, then get ready to walk. And Maybe the Green New Deal is something you would appreciate. $120 billion revived supplemental federal pandemic unemployment benefits for $300 per week. Great. That's definitely a Democrat thing. What do you think? Through March 14th, instead of the $600 per week benefit that expired in July, direct payments, $166 billion provides $600 direct payments to individuals making up to $75,000 per year and couples making up to $150,000 per year. And then you wind up getting $600 per independent child. So, in my case, I would receive or $600 for one, $600 for the other, and then $1,200 for my wife and I. That's $2,400. Whoopie doo. I guess it's better than a sharp stick in the eye, which is what we've been getting for the last six months. Paycheck Protection Program, $284 billion, revives the Paycheck Protection Program, which provides forgivable loans to qualified businesses. Good. Great. We'll get that money back. Vaccine testing, $22 billion. It delivers 30 billion in procurement of vaccines and treatments, 4.5 billion on mental health needed, 22 billion for testing, tracing, and mitigation, 9 billion for healthcare providers. Schools and universities get 82 billion. Why? Why? Why are we giving schools more money? Our taxes pay for that. Why do we have to give them more? Why do we have to give the universities more? Well, because, and I understand people are frustrated because those are our taxes, and this is our money. That's not there that nobody has. We're already so far in the negative. This isn't even money. This is just credit card. We're ringing up the credit card, folks. Delivers $54 billion to public K-12 through schools. Great. Maybe they can buy new computers for the kids next year. The pandemic offered at, um, affected by the pandemic and $23 billion for colleges and universities, which is the worst thing I've ever heard of. Why? They are already banks. And to give the colleges and universities more money when these kids can take online school? No. People are wising up that colleges are a waste of time. Go micro, And they're sick of spending the amount of money. Honestly, I hope they never recover. And I hope every major university in the country goes bankrupt. And then maybe we can start teaching people something useful. $4 billion would be awarded to a governor's emergency education relief fund. Rental assistance, $25 billion, but not homeowners. Interesting. Provides money for a first ever federal uh, rental assistance program, funds to be distributed by state and local governments to help people who have fallen behind on their rent and may be facing eviction. Food Farm Aid, $26 billion, increased stamp benefits by 15% for six months on food banks, blah, 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 13 billion to farmers and ranchers, childcare, 10 billion, postal service, 10 billion. Looks like that postal service got their money after all, after throwing that election, huh? Omnibus uh, appropriations bill, 1.4 trillion. The Omnibus measure wraps 12 spending bills into one and funds the agency's operating budgets through September 30th of next year. It combines Democratic priorities such as $12.5 billion increase over existing budget limits for domestic programs while cutting immigration and customs enforcement detention and removal costs by $431 million. COVID-19 has contributed to sharply lower costs. Republicans supported sustained defense spending, energy provisions, and longstanding bans on federal funding of abortion. Good Finally, federal funding of abortion. Yay, you finally did something in four years. The measure also provides President Donald Trump with a last $1.4 billion installment for a wall. Yay, well, that would probably explain why we want to go ahead and lower the amount of enforcement. The measure contains 3,000 pages of miscellaneous legislations and wasn't made public for anyone to read. If anyone would like it, I have a copy and I will provide it for you. And I basically no longer have Hayden because I had to give her up to get it. Surprise medical billing includes bipartisan legislation to protect consumers from a huge surprise medical bills after receiving treatment for out-of-network providers. Fine. Community health centers reauthorize the three years funding for community health centers. Great. Tax extenders. Good. Extends a variety of expiring tax breaks, including new lower excess tax on craft brewers and distillers. Renewable energy sources would see tax breaks extended. Um, blah, 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 blah. water projects, clean energy, education, Pell Grants, uh, horse racing, doping (laughs) adds bipartisan legislation. Folks, listen, the whole world could end, but at least we agree that horses can't be doping on the Republican and Democrat side. I think we have a hot topic here that might split in the next election. (sighs) folks, there's a bunch of other stuff. Here's what it comes down to. You're not going to get what you want in government. Everybody needs to get a bite, and that's the way it works. The defense contracts will receive their money before any of us do. That budget, a lot of it was defense, and that's fine. I don't care about that. What I care about is who's going to pay for this. This will now put us close to $30 trillion in debt by the time all is said and done and these are paid out. That's going to bring the national average for the 50% taxpayers well over $300,000 per person in the United States will owe this money. Folks, we don't have any money. There is no Fort Knox. There is no gold. There is no bank. If it is, it's full of dust. It looks like your checking account and mine. It's empty. We're on borrowed time. The whole world economy is on borrowed time. Nobody has a plethora of cash. Nobody. United States is one of the richest. If that terrifies you, it should. Folks, it's time that we start balancing a budget. It's time that we stop spending. It's time we limit the government size. But unfortunately, we have two zombie corpses as our parties, and they keep coming and coming and eating your brains for dinner, and you allow them to. Nothing is going to change until you stop doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Republicans, Democrats, I implore you, I'm not your enemy. I'm telling you the truth. Just don't unfriend me folks that's it for my show tonight i appreciate you stopping by and being here please give me a like subscribe share right down below you can go to youtube thank you so much for that we will have another veteran focus tomorrow went a little bit long in the show got to stop doing that but the veteran crisis hotline 1-800-273-8255 press 1 if you head on over to the valor's facebook page you'll see tammy receive her money tonight by a couple of veterans myself and my buddy will and it was pretty awesome so you can go see that 22 veterans a day commit suicide in Christmas time, 24 to 25. Please take a moment, make that phone call to a veteran. If you haven't talked to him in a while, ask him how they are, reach out, see what you can do. If you cannot, you can contact me and I'll make that call with you. Folks, that's it for tonight. I will see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. I'm out. Well, no, I'm not because I got to hit the out button first. This started like it, it ended like it started, folks. I'm not recording it again. I'm out. Thanks for watching. Don't unfriend me, everybody. I want to recommend Alex from Alecos Design. He works on all of my video and graphic design, and he is amazing. Please give him a shot. Please head on over to his website at ww.elecos designs.com and one more quick thing before we go folks Still Point does the music intro for the show they are listeners, they are fans and we absolutely love them special thanks for that amazing song and you can hear Citizen Soldier at ReverbNation.com slash Still Point